0: We're going to be reading out of Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 through 10. After the Sabbath, at the dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were as white as snow. and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. "Greetings," he said. And he came to them. They came to him, clasped his feet and worshiped Him. Then Jesus said to them, "Do not be afraid." Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. This is the word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. Those eggs wouldn't stand a chance up here. (laughs) Sermon in a sentence. As I tell everybody after I say this one sentence, that doesn't mean you're dismissed. Sermon in a sentence. Jesus is alive. Very simple. Also, when we get towards the end, we're going to do a little something that if I say, He is risen, the congregation says, he is risen indeed. We're going to practice throughout the sermon. No, we won't. <clears throat> Jesus is alive. Something we say, but do we really understand it? What does that mean? We talk about death being defeated, a common phrase that we use during Easter, and it's true. But what does that really look like? if there's one thing that puts value and perspective on life it's death let me take a few moments to give you an individual perspective of the disciples the disciples not only gave 3 year of their lives 3 years of their lives to Jesus to be with him they gave all they had They left their jobs, their families, their identities. They gave it all just to see it come to an end. To see it ripped apart, put before the courts, accused of wrong. The crowd that celebrated with them on Palm Sunday turned on them. And they turned on Jesus. And Jesus ended up on a cross and in a tomb. Unfortunately, it's no secret that death has impacted each one of us. It could be death of a friend, death of a loved one, death of a pet. But their passing has brought to each one of us a deeper understanding and a deeper value of their lives. I'm sure the disciples face that same thing. Those same emotions that we deal with and had thoughts of, if only. If only I could sit and talk to them one more time. If only I could ask those questions that I now have, because I know how wise they were. If I could only hear their voice one more time. If I could only fill their water bowl. If I could only have them climb up in my lap. If, if only. And that's how the disciples felt. We know those emotions. We feel them. While we're here on Easter Sunday, There is joy in our hearts because Jesus rose from the grave, but there is hurt in our hearts because someone is missing. True? It's true, isn't it? And that's how the disciples felt. What happened? Where did my time go? The one that the disciples loved, and you can put yourself in this position, the one that they followed, the one that they trusted, was gone. Then with an earthquake it all changed. The tomb was empty. The one that they had lost was back. Jesus was alive. How would that change life for you, if it was your loved one? The one that you lost came back. How would your life change? For me, I would desperately want to be in their presence. I would want to ask all those questions. I would want to spend as much time with them as I could. I would want them to be my focus. I would want to experience more with them. Take advantage of that time of them being with me. Again, that's how the disciples felt. Overjoyed, ecstatic, When they saw Jesus, they ran and grabbed His feet and clung on to Him. Wouldn't you do the same? Yeah, we would. Jesus is alive. What does that even mean? Honestly, it means a little bit different to everyone. For some, it means everything. Everything. Because we've all been in valleys, haven't we? Deep, dark valleys. But we've all been there. Some have, because of our relationship with Christ, we've seen Him move. We've seen Him reach down and pick us up. We have experienced Him in a very real and tangible way. Though it may not be something that we see physically, we have experienced it deeply in our emotions, our hearts, our minds, and we believe it. Some don't have that joy. Maybe because God's not part of their life, maybe it's been too long. Since we've had that experience with Jesus, with a living God. Maybe we're thinking back 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years, and we remember back when I met with him, when I reached out to him and he was there, when And so it's hard for us to live today like he's alive on past memories. Maybe you think I've lost my mind entirely. And those of you who know me, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. But maybe it's because you don't Maybe you don't believe because of hurt or pain of church in the past, past circumstances, past things that you may blame God for. But let me tell you, friend, it's not God. That is the one who tried to kill Jesus. His goal is to kill, steal, and destroy You. Steal your joy. Kill your peace. Separate you from understanding that the one who died for you loves you. It's not God. But we have opportunities to see Him, to understand Him. To from our valleys reach up and grab Him. Grab a hold of him, just like Peter did when he was sinking. Your valley can be a catapult into his arms if you let it. He died for you. You, if you were the only one, he would have shed just as much blood for you for you and to take you into a relationship with him so that you can a- be with him experience him see him at work in your life through your life for your life but Jesus is alive alive he's the same as he was yesterday when you ran into him 30 40 20 years ago as he is today he is waiting that relationship to be deepened, restored, pulled together. Because he wants to walk with you from today into your next. Whatever that is. But somewhere along the path, you've run into him. And again. And again. And again. And instead of running into him, Walk with him. Walk with him. He wants to be involved in your joys just as much he wants to be involved in your pains. He wants to hear of the difficult things going on in your life just like he wants to celebrate with you the good things. But what he doesn't want is for you to be alone. That's why death was defeated. That's why he took the keys of death and hell and he held on to them. They're his. And that's why he's offered you and me life. He's our savior, the Bible says. He rose from the, from the grave, defeated death and hell. His blood shed was the sacrifice for all of our sins. But he's the victor and he's your savior. Not just so you get into heaven. He's not just handing you a fire insurance card. He wants to save you from where you are. From the things you face. From the troubles that come down your path. He wants to be your savior. And he has. I could talk from now until next Sunday on the things that he has saved me from. The one thing that is the greatest thing that he has saved me from, you're looking at it, me. In a surrendered life, Produces an opportunity to be a window for people to look through to see Him and not someone to look to. Jesus is alive. He is alive. Right now, He knows everything going on in your life. He's alive for you. And wherever you are, and whatever you're facing, He's alive for you. You ready? We're about to, pre- we're about to do it. Do, do we need to go through it one more time? Okay. If not, just listen to your neighbor and mouth beside him. <clears throat> he, is he is risen. He is risen indeed. He is risen indeed. Let those words sink into your soul. Let them be on the tip of your tongue. So when difficult things happen, everybody's difficult is different. Your difficult may be sitting at a stop sign waiting for the other guy to go. You're like, come on. That's hard. That can be tough. Here's what you do. He is risen indeed. (laughs) He is risen indeed. And then if it gets to the point, roll roll your window down. We're not doing this anymore, are we? Right? Roll your window down and yell to the other person lovingly with a smile. He is risen indeed. And I'm sure he's waiting for you down the next street. (laughs) But the truth of the matter is he is alive. Have you ever run across somebody that they're just like bubbling with joy and you're like, man, I just could be around that person. Oftentimes that person has experienced The living God in their life. The living God. I am not the person that I once was. I'm not the person I was last week. Because he's alive. Today. Now. Right now. And he's alive for you. Father, Lord, God. God, I just get to come before you. In the presence of your throne room, Jesus, you are on the right hand of the Father in heaven. Scars in your hands, scars in your feet, a pierced side. But you are everything that you say you are. You are the great I am. You are the great I am, and you let us fill in the blank. I am what I need today. I am life. I am your patience. I am your peace. I am your joy. Whatever it is that we need, God, you are alive to give it to us. And Father, I pray that we live like You are alive. That we don't turn to ourselves to look how to fix things or do the things that we need to do. That we look to You for those things. That we trust in You. Father, just like those who have gone before us, who we miss dearly, we look and would look to them for help, for wisdom, for answers. For comfort. For peace. For a hug. You are that for us. And God for those. Who are in need. Of an embrace. God I just ask you. From the very throne room of heaven. To send your Holy Spirit. And embrace those who need to feel your touch. Father bring peace to their hearts. Hope to their minds, confidence to know that you're with them and that you have not forsaken them. God, thank you. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you, God, for raising your son from the dead. Thank you, Jesus, for living and sending your Holy Spirit into our lives. Thank you for being a victor, an overcomer, one that has defeated death and hell, and with that you have given us the strength to defeat those things that are in front of us. Walk with us. Love on us. Meet us where we are. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.